Today is gonna be a good day. Today is gonna be a good day. Today is gonna be a good day. Good day, good day, good day. Welcome to Transformation Inside Out Morning Devotion Podcast. I am your host, Tawanda Williams, and I am so excited that you are with me today. Now, let's see what the Lord has for us. Hey fam, what's up? This is Tawanda Williams with Morning Devotion Podcast. Hey, so I had an interview um, with a young lady named Monique Griffin, who actually was paralyzed from her neck down. And she was able to stand in faith and trust God when she heard that she would walk again. I just wanted to play this interview for you guys, because I believe that once you hear her testimony, it will be able to help you to continue to run your race of faith. Hey, so listen in. I pray that you will enjoy every second of it. I am so, so excited um, to really just get into tonight. I'm excited about what God is going to do um, through this young, powerful woman of God. Um, Her name is um, Monique Griffin, and she has a testimony. She has a story. Um, She is an overcomer. Um, She is a go-getter. Come on now. She is a go-getter. And I, I believe that when we get through this interview tonight, you know, if you don't know her story, um, you're going to probably, even if you do know her story, it's something that you're going to get blessed from tonight. You're going to really be able to hear her testimony and be blessed tonight. So I'm excited about um, this interview with, with Miss Monique Griffin. And um, so what I'm going to do is let's do this. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to um, open up in prayer so that we can start. And then, then we will, we will start with the interview. So father, we thank you. We glorify you. We magnify your name. Thank you for being such a good, good father. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're going to use us in a mighty way tonight. Lord, this is not about us, but it's all about us glorifying you tonight. So father, there are people that are here. That's, that's under the sound of my voice tonight, Lord, that they came to hear. Somebody needs to, to hear a word of encouragement. Somebody needs to know, Lord God, that they all they have to do is continue to have faith and trust in you, Lord God. Father God, somebody needs to be able to have comfort, Lord God, in the midst of their storm. So right now, Lord God, I pray that if we have anyone that is going through tonight, Lord, that you will comfort them, that they will hear word from you tonight, that they will be able to continue to run their race of faith, Lord God, that they won't lose hope, they won't give in, Lord God, they won't allow what they're going through, their situation and circumstance to stop them from fight from fighting the good fight of faith, God. So I pray, Lord, that each and every one, Lord God, will be able to be blessed tonight. Cover them. I pray also that you cover Miss Monique, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that she is um, just willing to share her testimony with the world. And I thank you, God, that you used her in a mighty way. We continue to pray her strength, Lord God, in you, oh God. So God, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart, let it be acceptable, Father, in your sight, because you are our strength and our redeemer. So we give you glory, we give you honor, Daddy, and we give you praise, for it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray. Amen, amen, amen. 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 So 
I think what we could do now, why don't we just go straight into it? Monique, why don't you just start and you kind of give us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about the story, what's going on. We'll just jump right into it. Okay, well, as you know, my name's Monique, um, 40 years old, single mother of a teenage daughter, um, born in New Jersey, raised in South Carolina, and um, came to Nashville, Tennessee uh, about six years ago. Um, that, that's a, another testimony in itself on how I got there by faith. Um, and in 2021, uh, my daughter and I, we moved to Clarksville. I bought a house. Um, God said by the end of 2020, you'll, you'll have your own home. And um, he didn't let me down then either. And we bought a home in October. Um, and then after October, so February 2021, I started um, having a burning sensation in my skin. And I was misdiagnosed for shingles. And then in April, the burning sensation came back um, on my back, and then it was in my leg too, and my leg started feeling a little numb, and I got misdiagnosed again with shingles. Um, then after that, uh, the burning sensation went away, but, but my legs just started feeling numb. It was like a numbness was traveling up my leg, and then it was traveling up my right leg as well, and then all of a sudden, I couldn't feel my foot. Uh, my left foot. So I went to a different doctor and finally, you know, he did some blood work, couldn't find anything. Um, but the doctor is like, everything's kind of happened kind of fast. How, you know, the numbness is traveling. You can't feel one foot. And he was like, you know, I just need you to go to the ER and see a neurologist on call. And he told me exactly what hospital to go to. And I did that. And at that point, I was um, hospitalized for five days and diagnosed with transverse myelitis. Um, and then after that, uh, I started to get a little better. Felt good. I, I had a little limp, had a little pimp limp, I was calling it, walking on a cane. And then like four weeks later, um, I didn't need a cane. I was doing, doing better. Uh, so I thought. And at four weeks, um, I woke up one morning just in a fog, like I felt like I was in a dream, just didn't feel good, you know? And I looked in the mirror, my eyes, my eyes were like wide like that, probably a little wider. And um, I was getting ready for work. I was like, everything, I was like, I'm fine. You know, lay down for a few minutes, got up, said I'm fine again, and I walked towards my daughter and I just collapsed in her arms. Mm. And at that point, I'm, I'm laying on the floor, still talking about I'm fine. I'm going to work. <laughs> and my daughter was like, Mom, you're on the floor. You seem like you just passed out. You're not fine. And at that point, I was hospitalized again. And this time, diagnosed with neuromyelitis oxic spectrum. It's still kind of hard to spit that out. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also called NMO disorder. And it's a rare disorder. Um, only about uh, 400 people in the U.S. have it. And then I just found out it's only about 2,000 in the world that have this disorder. Wow. Just found that out today, actually. Mm -hmm. um, and even though I was diagnosed with that, it, I was going to physical therapy, you know, feeling like, you know, I was going to get better. But as the weeks went on, 
I started to lose mobility in each limb. And I would say by June, um, I couldn't move anything. I was paralyzed from my neck down uh, at home, you know, confused, not knowing what to do. Doctors, my doctor didn't know. She wasn't familiar with the disorder at first. And from there, I was hospitalized for almost two months in order to, you know, get treatment. Mm-hmm. Wow. Do I mean, keep going? I'm well, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to interject just a little bit. You know, what exactly was going through your head at the time, you know, um, when you were paralyzed really from, like you said, from the neck down. What, what were the thoughts that was going through your head at that time? Well, you know, I was in so much pain, mm-hmm. you know, and I was just, I was just calling on Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was literally laying there one night and I'm ready, you know, I had called out to my grandma and I said, please talk to Jesus for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was just in so much pain. But I knew, I heard him say, you'll walk again. Wow. 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 And when I heard that, I mean, I'm not going to complain. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> yes, Lord. Uh, yeah, I'll walk again. You said it. So let me ask you this question, Monique, because it seems as though like, like you're a strong woman of faith, right? So you had to see God come through some things before you even got to this um, trial. Like, what was the level of your faith before even going into this? You know? So before going into this, if, if I had to put it on a scale of one to 10, I would still say a 10. Because like he said, um, there were different points in my life, actually, that, that God came through. Um, for example, like uh, going back to when I bought the house. Um, he said, by the end of 2020, you'll have a house. And I did. You know, and at that time, I knew, like, when I heard it, my credit score wasn't where it needed to be. You know, so I had to put in the work mm-hmm. in order for that, for you know, for me to do my part. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Mm-hmm. By the end of 2020, I did have that house. Um, you know, even other times, like the move that I took to Nashville, that was a leap of faith also. Mm-hmm. He he showed me confirmation that you're supposed to move to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And I listened to him and, you know, things went smoothly. The transition was smooth. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the house, the transition, everything mm-hmm. that I wanted, everything he said I was going to have, I had so at this point, when he said I was going to walk again, why doubt? Why doubt him? Wow. He's come through so many times before. Mm-hmm. He is God. Right. Why would he didn't, even if those things didn't happen, and this was my first trial of faith, why would I doubt God? Mm-hmm. He is my father. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how I look, how I look at him, how I look at things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking, of course, um, scriptures is just going through my mind. The first thing that I, I thought about is that the scripture that says faith without works is dead. But it's not like we're working for salvation because that's that's done through grace. You know, that's done on the cross. But but working in a sense that as I'm moving, you know, 
through once once you hear what God is saying and you know that that is the voice of God, you're stepping out like it's already done, right? You you're, you're just moving forward. It's something that God allowed you to go through, you know. But even though faith is not in what you see, I think for us, it's like when we see it, we think like, okay, I got faith. But if we could see it, it's not faith, right? It's not faith. So when when you hear you know, you're going to walk again, although you're going through it, this, you know, you, you held on to it, even though you didn't see it, but isn't that what the Bible tells us that like faith is not in what you see, right? It's not in what you see. It's the things that we hope for. Like we hear from God and we, we know it. It's not just, you know, the, um, looking at it from, a perspective of God, I know that you're going to do this. So we're just putting blanket things out there. God, I want the house. I want the car. I want this. I want that. But it's hearing from what does God say, say about this situation and having faith in what God said. Right. So I, I just love the way, way you put that. It's like, why would I doubt him? You know, can I honestly say that, you know, even when the, what, when we hear that we go from faith to faith, from glory to glory, right? That it's a process. Like when, when I'm hearing you talking, Monique, it's like God is, he was preparing you for this, even this day, because, you know, you, you had faith to believe that he, you would have a house, especially like who can believe, okay, I'm, you're going to have, you're going to be a homeowner and your credit is jacked up. Like, you know, but that's the God that we serve. Like he just, he will come out, he will blow your mind. But one other thing that I wanted to even just expound on this a little bit is your obedience, right? The obedience to believe God for something that looks totally impossible. Pam, listen, I hope you're getting this. Like, like Monique was actually paralyzed from what the, um, the neck down, paralyzed. And she said, why? Why would I not believe you, God? Because you've come through before. And if this is something that you're allowing me to go through, I know that you're not going to leave me. I mean, that's some faith right there. That is some powerful faith, you know? And I think that you're, you, you just have a major testimony, you know, being able to walk through. I, so if I was to ask you, What's your definition of faith, right? I have, I got my, my definition. I'm going to tell you mine, but Monique, if I was to say, Monique, what's your, what, what is your definition of faith? What would you say that faith is? I would say it looks like this picture, like a fork in a road. You got to your left. It's a straight road. It's clear, sunny, maybe even the beach to your right. It's also clear. You can you can see it. It's, it's, it looks perfect. In front of you is the path God told you to take, and on that one it's cloudy. It, it's not. It's a winding road. It's uncertain. But God said, "Go straight." You look into the left. You look into the right. It might look good. Oh, it look good. And in front of you, God said, "Go straight." And faith is going straight, following God with that uncertainty. Wow. Wow. So when we hear the scripture, the substance of things hoped for it is the evidence of things not seen. So it's not that you could see it, right? But you know, you know that God is working this very thing out. So I, I actually, when I think about faith, fam, I think about 
it's kind of like you have a blindfold on so you can't see in front of you can't see because you got blinders on but you have your hands held out and God is actually just leading you through the dark circumstances of life. It's you allowing him to lead you. It's you uh, being obedient when he's telling you, okay, I know you can't see in front of you, but take a step to the left. You know, I know you can't understand what you're going through, but continue to wait and trust me through it. Right. But that's, that's obedient faith when you don't see what tomorrow holds, but you know who holds tomorrow, right? Amen. Right? It, that, 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 that's what that is, right, Monique? Yes. It's like, I, I, I don't see what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow, you yes, know? that's good. Right? So I'm just like, I'm just... I'm just amazed about, you know, your story, you know, and you really trusting in God um, and walking it out because you heard. So let me, let me ask you this. You said you heard from God. What, what, what does that look like for you? Cause I know that everybody hears differently, right? Yeah. So what does that look like for you? Well, for me, it is, it is clear. Like at one point in my life, I didn't, I didn't hear him clearly. Um, I didn't know what it looked like. So at that point in my life, I would just pray, God, you know, I want to hear from you. I want to be able to hear from you clearly. Dumb it down for me, Lord. Like, I, so I know that it's you. So I, I prayed that prayer throughout my life to where that now I, I do hear him clearly. And it, it just sounds like, it just sounds like a voice. I, you know, like you said, everybody hears it different. But when I was laying on that couch and couldn't move, I heard, you'll walk again. Mm. Same way I heard, like, for example, but the same example with the house. You're going to have a house at the end of 2020. Wow. Wow. You know, it's not a full sentence. It's just, mm -hmm. Monique, do this. Or mm -hmm. you're going to have this. Or it will be this. And that's what it looks like uh, for me. Mm -hmm. It sounds like just that still small voice, right? Because God is, the, he's not the author of confusion. You know, it's not chaotic. You know, it's kind of like a still small voice that's speaking into your spirit. Like I, I, for me personally, like I hear from God when I'm reading the word of God, like I will hear from God. Um, through his word, right? I, I, you know, not everybody can say that, but you know, each one of us hear differently, you know. Um, so I could, I could hear from there, or, or it'll be a song that comes on, or it will be somebody that preached the word that I can, I can relate. Like my spirit kind of leaps and jumps, right? So as God is leading me, I could hear from him in that way. So it's not something where he's gonna wake me up, this, up out of my sleep screaming, "Get up!" No, you know. In fact, if somebody does that, I would run. But I'm just saying, for me, it's just this still small voice that's speaking, you know, to me in my spirit, right? And I'm learning more and more. Can I also say that, like, when I'm truly, you know, standing in faith and walking in what God has told me, I could hear from him even clearly. And, um, but when I got things going on, when I'm, I'm anxious, like what the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, right? And so when all those things, it kind of clouds that voice. It stops um, me from hearing him really clearly. And I know that I got to get into his presence, you know, and really 
really be able to have faith and trust him through it. Can I just say um, this, that there's three things that I believe that the enemy, when he attacks us, he attacks us with in our mind, right? And our will and our emotions, right? Those are some of the things, ways that he attacks us. And um, that's why it's important that we mind our mind, right? So Monique, as you were going through this, right? And what was happening? What was going on in your mind? Did you have any thoughts that was maybe not in, in that way that was godly? Did you have those thoughts come up where you have, did you have any challenges like that? Wow. Um, I kind of want to say no, not really thoughts, but I made it mindful to be careful what I said. Like I heard him say, I'm going to walk again. So whatever I said cannot be opposite of that. So whatever uh, a situation came up in therapy, I knew not to say I can't or mm -hmm. I won't try this. Mm -hmm. Or negativity. Don't bring negativity in my house. Mm -hmm. Like I had to, you know, actually tell people that. Like negativity, don't do not do that over me. Mm -hmm. I need positive thoughts, positive mm -hmm. words, because the power of the tongue is real. Amen. So that's how I kept those negative thoughts away. Mm -hmm. My best friend, even if I started and it made it sound like something negative, she was like, hold on, wait, I'm going to need you to re rewind your words, mm -hmm. think about what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, so then I was stopped. I'm like, how she know what I was going to say? Well, it obviously it didn't start to sound right. So mm -hmm. let me think about what I'm going to say to make sure it lined up with positivity and, and most importantly, with the word God told me. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So how, how important was it for you to have like your family and your friends around you as a, you know, a, go ahead, go on. It, it, it was very important and, you know, they're believers as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it, it helped a lot because I knew that they were praying for me. I knew that their church family was praying for me. They had people praying for me that I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. And that was like a big confident booster because it it was God showing me that believers, we're still out here. We're still out here strong. Amen. You know, like, because there was one point where I was just thinking like, like, God, I, I know you here, but does the world know you're here? Like that you're still here? Because I saw so much negativity going out, out in the world. I'm like, you can clearly see some of the you know, demonic stuff that was going on. And I did ask God that question, just like, you know, like, show yourself strong. Like, are, are you doing that? And in the midst of this, I heard, um, you know, that he, he moves how he want to move. You know, even though I don't, I might not think I saw it, or maybe I thought it wasn't, I didn't see it enough, or I don't know, like, at the time what was, you know, that conversation I had with God, but I heard him say clearly, like, I move how I want to move. And then going through this, so I heard that before I went through this. And then as I'm going through it, he clearly showed me that, you know, my family's there. There were people I didn't know that were there praying for me, sending me cards, you know, blessing me financially. So he was he he showed me that they were there, and that just that just made me 
you know, I don't, I don't know, cry. Wow. Tears of joy, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it was very important, mm-hmm. uh, a very motivation to do what he said, mm-hmm. get up and walk. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's so amazing, fam, because we, we don't even realize that how many people like God will even just place them on your heart and they will be praying and interceding for you. You don't even know, you don't even understand. You might not never ever meet this person ever, but God will just place, a, you know, you on their heart and and and, a, and that person will just start to pray for you and intercede. That's why I always say like the church, you are the church. The church is not a building that we just go through. That's where we go to the to fellowship, right? And things like that, but you're the church. Right. So um, that's exciting to know that there are people that are praying for you. You know, they're they're rooting for you. That's encouraging you. They want you to get better. You may not even see them, but know that they're all a part of the kingdom of God. So I'm just that is so amazing how we can be there for each other, you know, because life happens. Right. We go through life. Life happens. Right. But we got to not allow ourselves to get in that mode where, like you mentioned, Monique, like you got to speak life like you have a responsibility to speak it because life and death is in the power of the tongue. And and as the enemy wants to mess with our mind and put those thoughts right, we have to be like, that's not that's not, you know, a good thought. Cast those thoughts down so that you can speak the truth right? You can speak the truth, the word of God over it. Oh, yes, that is so good. So good. So Monique, of course, I know, you know, just hearing your story to me, like if I had to really think about, you know, maybe a character in the Bible who, who to me would relate to you in the story, right? I would think about Job. I I would think about Job because y'all, when you know Job, whoo, he, he lost everything, family, crop, everything, and even his health to the point. And I just remember a scripture where he said, you know, should we take the good things from God, you know, and not just experience the bad thing that he refused to curse God, that even though he was going through a situation and a circumstance that he didn't understand, he still continued to trust God through it, you know? I mean, he had his questions. You know, I remember you know, people saying, don't question God. I don't know if you guys had that, that experience, but I remember hearing that, you know, but when I read the Bible that there was a prophet that questioned God, he was like, okay, look, you know, how could you Lord allow this wicked nation more wicked than your people prosper? And God was saying to him, the just shall live by what? Faith. You know, the just shall live by faith. So I thought about you, even in the story of Job, like how, you know, he lost everything, but yet he continued to trust God. And even when, you know, his wife said, curse God and die, he refused to. It's like, no, no, you don't even sound like you're making any sense right now. So that was something he had to cast down, you know? And one of the things that, you know, that's why I asked you about that surrounding and how important it was to have that support system around you. Because even like you said, even when it sounded like you wanted to say say something, your friend was there to say, uh-uh, no, we ain't going there today. You know, so she was able to encourage you to be able to move 
move um, forward. So I, I think of Job when I think of you, but what about you? What character in the Bible that you could say, yeah, you know, I can relate to this story in the Bible as I go through this situation? Yeah, and I, I feel like, like through life, um, depending on where you are in your life, you can probably relate to different characters as you grow or as the situation change. And actually, I did think about that during the situation. And Job was a great, great example because I did feel like I just bought a house. I lost my job. I can't walk. Like, it's very similar to Job, but... I'm going to have to say that the character is the woman with the issue of blood. Mm. If I could just touch the hem of his garment mm. and God will say, who touched me? It was me. Mm. It was me because I need this healing. I want to touch you. Mm. And uh, that's, that's who I believe that uh, I relate to right now in this situation. Wow. Like, uh, if Jesus walked through right now, I just I just need to touch you. I'll leap out this chair to try to reach that garment. I tell you I would. Wow. Joe was a good guest though. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that's exactly who I thought about was Joe, you know. That was an amazing because even his friends at the time they were like, "Well, you had to be doing something, right?" But Job, Job was a servant of God. God said, "Have you considered my servant?" Can I just get excited for a little bit? Because when yeah. we go through things, fam, we think that it's us or we did something wrong. But God was like, "Have you considered my servant?" Right? When we can truly get excited about that thing and say, "Look, I'm I, God chose me." He chose me. I was chosen to, to go through this thing. Monique, you were a chosen vessel of God. He allowed you to go through and you are impacting so many people's lives, like to really have a rare disease. Like God, you, what, what? A rare disease and to still come out saying, listen, if God said it, hey, he gonna do it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm like, I'm just amazed. And I really hope that this will encourage some of us to really say, okay, Lord, I'm hearing you. I think I think a lot of times it's the part of, am I hearing from you, God? Is this really you speaking or is it my emotions or is it people that's in my ear or, or is it the enemy, right? You know, giving me these thoughts. And I think, you know, most people, is, you know, they want to trust God, but they just, they don't, they don't know how to hear from him because we don't hear him the same. And you might hear somebody like, I, I heard from God and they'd be like, really? Cause I'm still trying to, you know, so some people don't have, they, they're not there yet, but can I just say, first of all, if you just continue to trust God, right. And you continue to walk, even if you don't hear from God, you know, that he's there, he's with you. He's walking you through every situation and circumstance. Sometimes we, we want evidence, you know, and I do, do believe that God will give us that evidence in his time. And can you trust God, even though you can't trace him? So I think that's a key component of really saying, okay, you know, what about Monique? What about like your prayer life? You know, um, how was your prayer life when you first started, you know, before you went through the circumstance and then how is it now after um, where you are going through this situation? Well, I think I had um, a pretty good prayer life before and then going through this, it, it definitely increased. You know, and, and in my prayer life, it's, I just talk to God. I know he's my father, so I, I have a conversation. 
if that makes sense. And, you know, and I pray for other people, not just myself. Um, and lately, actually, I'll say the last month or so, I'll try to make it a point to, I don't even ask for anything. I just literally started praying for other people. And I don't know, like, why I started doing that. I guess that was the spirit just leaving. I don't know. And I was like, you know, I'm just I'm just not going to ask for anything. I'm not going to pray for myself. I said, I, I started a, a prayer list. And I just started praying for other people lately. So that's kind of how my prayer life is now. Um, I still try to have that conversation, but it's not about me. Wow. I've been having that conversation for other folks, other people I've, I've come in contact that also have this disorder. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I pray for them. Even, even, you know, anybody that if you ask me to pray for you, I'm putting you on my list. And, I, and now I'm just praying for other, other people mm-hmm. in their situation. Ooh, amazing. So, you know, <laughs> you know, that is amazing when you are not thinking about, you know, you and what you're going through but you're you're able to look beyond that and say you know what I'm going to pray for others you know that that right there is so amazing as you were talking um Monique because you know as you know how I go that scriptures be going through my head and I'm like yes 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 so I, I thought of um Paul when he said that he had a thorn in his side right <laughs> and Paul was like look uh-uh. I know that the enemy sent this thorn and I want it removed. I don't want this thorn. And he goes to God and he asks him three times, remove the thorn, remove the thorn. And he said that God determined not to remove it because he said what? My grace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. And at that moment in time, I believe that Paul was like, okay, God, if you are allowing this, there is a reason. And then, and because um, if I'm going to go through, I'm not going through it alone. I know you're with me. I know that you would never leave me nor forsake me. So I believe that he was able to go through it um, because God said that his grace was sufficient, you know? So we can take our eyes. And I always say that those who have been extended much grace extends much grace, you know, and that's just so amazing how you can say, look, I just stopped talking about self. And I started to say, God, who do you want me? Who do you want me to intercede for? Who do you want me to pray for? You know, and we do go through things and we do get our eyes like off of, you know, what, what are we truly here? Like God didn't just save us just to exist right? Just to exist. But there's a purpose and a reason for us to be here. The fact that we got up in the morning, there's purpose, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm just, you, you have such a phenomenal story, you know, and a very humbling spirit, you know, to the point like, this is not about me. Like there are those that are truly, truly called to walk, like make bold faith moves. And I just believe that you were one of them, that God chose you for such a time as this. And, and you did not disappoint him, you know? And, and when you heard that God said that, hey, I'm a walk again, you were like, listen, it's gonna happen. So tell us about now, because when, like you said earlier, you went through, everything was fine. And all of a sudden you ended up paralyzed from the neck down. But now, where are you now? Like what's your, from, from you being paralyzed to what, where are you now in your diagnosis? 
Okay, so um, I'm gonna back up just a little bit. So I was in the hospital for two months going through physical therapy, but I do want to say that um, when you asked about like family being around me um, and and my friends, but we prayed that in the hospital I was getting treatment or physical therapy, anybody I came in contact with me had a servant heart. Not necessarily they were Christian, not necessarily, you know, religious, but just that they had a servant heart. Mm -hmm. That way, you know, I would get good care. And so through that, I I did just everybody I came in contact with really did have a servant heart. Mm -hmm. And there were times where at physical therapy where, you know, might not have felt good that day. And the therapist, I looked down and they had on a bracelet with a cross on it and said, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. So there were signs that he was with me throughout this whole thing. And every week I got better and better. Every week something moved or one day something didn't move and the next day it would. And through that and still every week, I'm getting stronger and stronger. Um, so y'all can probably see me like moving my hands. So yay. <laughs> <laughs> I can move my hands. I can move my legs. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a time where I couldn't even hold my head up and I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was last week or a week before that, my physical therapist, they're teaching me how to walk with a walker. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting, mm-hmm. being able to do that and learning how to do that at home. I'm getting more independent. Mm-hmm. I'm getting stronger by doing that. Um, even like lifting weights look it's only two pounds but I couldn't do it before Mm -hmm. so thank you Jesus you know lifting two pound weights Mm -hmm. and you know we're just you know the therapists are are amazed on how fast that my strength is coming back and how fast you know the doctors were amazed at how fast I was coming you know coming along and you know, to some folks, it might not be fast enough, but I know that through God, what did he tell me? I was going to walk again. Mm-hmm. It might not be tomorrow, mm-hmm. and it might not be next week, but he got me taking these steps. Wow. So I know that I'm going to come out of this stronger than when I went in. Amen. He told me that too, by the way. <laughs> Amen. Yes, you want to come out stronger. Okay, come through, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so that's actually a good you know, yes, he will definitely do it. I think that that right there, I'm gonna insert the video that we kind of put together some pictures and just a little right. So, so I'm glad that you mentioned that about your mom. Like, you know, if you how was that for your mom, you know watching you go through what you were going through how was that experience i know it i mean i'm her baby you know it's just two of us i'm the oldest so my mom's always been strong even when i think she didn't have to be so i know this was hard for her you know and um she didn't say it but i knew it it just had to be like to to Watch your baby go from, you know, a little infant changing their pampers and feeding them to a 40-year-old having to do the same thing. Um, So, but I'm just, I'm grateful that she was, you know, wanting and willing to help. 
because not everybody has that, you know. And uh, like I said, a woman of God praying for me, slapping me down with holy oil, um, making sure we got church on video or phone call somehow. And then, you know, my sister, when my mama got on my nerve, my sister was there to <laughs> to calm me down. So, you know, it was, you know, she stayed every night with me in the hospital. She did not leave. So she, she is the true champion in this and just helping me out. Like, I mean, I can't, words can't even express how grateful I am that God, you know, gave her to me. Yeah, and there was one time where there was a situation came up and I could see it on her face that she was worried. And I said, Mom, I said, uh, you look worried. She said, I'm not worried. I'm like, you look worried. And I said, don't be. I said, God, every situation that came up, he fixed it. I said, he going to fix this too. And sure, and sure enough, he did two days later. Amen. Looked like last minute, he still came through. Mm. And when he did, I said, Mom, I told you. Mm. <laughs> That's exactly how the conversation mm. went. She was like, yeah, I know. I was like, mm-hmm. you was worried about it. I told you. He going to come through. Yes. And it's just like with that Ty Tribbett song, you know, the devil thought he had me. Come on now. But I, I know someone greater. <laughs> stepped in my situation. Woo. He, <laughs> he got me. God got me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he's not gonna let you down. You just that you have to have faith. Mm-hmm. In any any situation, whether you think it's small or big, like God got you. That's why he's here. He's your father. He's your dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's how I look at. It. He's my he's my dad. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So if so, if you could look into the future and see yourself, what would that be like? That would be me being stronger physically, because he told me I would be. Mm -hmm. That would be me stronger um, mentally. That would be me stronger in my walk with God. And I feel like also this situation is he does want me to share my testimony. And he does want me to step out there more and and help people in my in my situation now, or just people who aren't in this situation, but maybe they feel like they don't hear from God or they don't have much faith. And I feel like now that he wants me to be the advocate to to help those people. Amen. All right. So there's somebody that's out there now that could be going through the same or similar situation that you're going through and they might not have the faith that you have Monique what would you say to that person first I would I would tell them my story Mm -hmm. and I would say to them like if he didn't let me down he's not gonna let you down either you still are a child, a child of God. Mm-hmm. And the thing, even being who we are, the way we're protective of our child, mm-hmm. God is even more protective. Yes. And he got you. That's my first, like, he got, he got you. Mm-hmm. And I would tell him, like, you can hold my hand and we can walk through it together. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Amen. Listen, fam, <laughs> there you have it. Oh my God. If, if this testimony have not helped you to build your faith or continue to press on and, and trust God, regardless of the circumstance, listen, we all, we go from faith to faith to faith and, and not our faith might not be at the same level, but all we need is a mustard seed of faith, right? And I do believe that is not, you know, about the amount of faith you have is who, who, are, who do you have your faith in, right? Is your faith truly in God? Or is your faith in you? Is your faith in people? Is your faith in money? Is your faith in what the doctor said or the diagnosis? Or is your faith in God? That must receive a faith to me. Just who are you really truly having faith in? That's all you need is just have a little faith in God and he will come through for you. And Monique, you are just that prime example of just really pressing on. And even though the circumstance of life may look bleak or you not knowing like where in the world is this that's going on, you are a, a, a prime example of somebody just having that faith in God and continue to press on and persevere no matter what you go through. I'm so proud of you, sweetie. I am so, so proud of you. I'm so, so proud of you. Somebody is going to hear this message and it's going to be a game changer for them. It's going to be a game changer. Somebody right now might be going through a situation where they don't understand and they're asking God, God, where are you? Why haven't you shown up in this situation? And they heard your testimony and they're going to wait on the Lord because he's going to renew their strength in everything. So I'm, I'm so glad that God was able to use you in a mighty way. And can I just say that this is only the beginning, sweetheart? This is only the beginning for you. And I'm so grateful and thankful for you even agreeing to, to come on and just tell your story like this, because there's so many of us will be blessed. This will be something that we will always remember because life do happens. You know, that's why I call unforeseen circumstances, because that's exactly what it was. I didn't see this coming. You know, I didn't, you know, I saw myself doing this or, you know, being that way. I didn't see this coming. But what what did you say? I just believe God. And he said that I was going to walk again. And I just believe them. He wouldn't tell me that if it wasn't true. Oh, my God. That right there is so major, because if God said it, of course, right? You're going to have every opposition that come against the word of God of what he said. The greatest example was Eve in the garden. Come on now, that little slimy snake. What did he say? Did God really say that? Right? And she began to doubt God. Listen, tonight, I want you just to know that if God said it, he's going to do it. But trust God timing in it. Don't, don't think he knows what's best of, for us. Our process is, is needed. No matter what we got to go through, stop looking at somebody else. Look at your process. Look at what God is doing in you and through you and allow God to use you in a mighty way. No, we all, we, we all go through something. We all deal with some situations and circumstances of life, but our God is faithful. He said he will never leave you nor forsake you, but you got to believe because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we got to have faith in God, not faith in man, not faith in things, not faith in people, places, or things. I always say, hold to them lightly because they come and go. But God's word, it will not come back void. If he said it, 
he's going to do it. But let us not try to interject our own situation or our own words in it. What did God say? Not what we said. A greatest example of that was really Jesus in, in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know what? Listen, this is a lot. You know, I'm, I'm you about know, to go to what? The cross. This is a lot to handle. Father, take this cup from me. But even Jesus realized that, yo, uh-uh. I, I might be going through some things and this does seem like a lot, but not my will, your will be done. Maybe that's it, that you're thinking, yes, I want this to happen, but God, but can you just say, God, this is not about me, not my will, God, but your will be done, your will. What have you called me to be? Jesus knew that he had to go to that cross, that he had to die because when he died, he was able to save many. Come on now, this is, this is so... Oh my good. I'm about the preachers coming out of me. I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just, I'm getting excited. You know, I'm, I'm truly getting excited because it's so true family that, that, yeah, we, we can, we can go through the circumstances of life. You know, that there's power, there's power, right? Life and death is in the power of the tongue. I need you to start speaking life, life over those children. Come on. I need you to start speaking life in your finances. If God said it, you can believe it shall come to pass. But you got to believe it. You got to believe in what he said. I'm not saying what you said. Not, I'm not saying, oh, well, I saw myself. I wasn't supposed to do this. This is, what, this is not how it's supposed to happen. I'm saying, what did God say? And when you can get into his presence and ask him the questions, and not just assume this is the way it should go. God will do some major things. I myself have a testimony about that. I, I When I moved to New Jersey, I just knew that your girl was going to get a government job, making the same amount of money. But when God told me to move, I was like, Peter, I said, okay, God, I'm going to step out the boat, right? But then I was like, whoa, this is not what I expected it to be. So when I got here, I was like, wow, God, I, I, I didn't envision this, you know? And God had to make me realize, daughter, this is not about what you want. It's what I'm going to do through you if you would only believe, if you would only have faith in me and trust in me, that though it tarry, wait on it, because it will come. I do. I got some believers that's been waiting some time. And you're waiting on something that God has said to you. Can I just say, keep on waiting, keep on waiting, because He got you, boo. He got you. He got you. Stop allowing the, the the devil to whisper sweet nothings in your ears. Cast that demon out and say, I'm gonna believe God in spite of what I see. I'm gonna believe Him because I can trust Him even though I can't trace Him. You know. So yes. Um, okay. Even after I heard that you're going to walk in, there was still, there was a moment where I heard nothing. Ooh, there you go. You know, I, I'm laying on the couch praying in pain. They give you the scale from one to 10 and you at a 30. Ooh. I heard nothing, but I remembered what he said. And and people might be in a, in a time in their life where they they feel like, they don't know God's voice or they can't, they don't hear anything or didn't hear anything at all. Let me tell you, just, just pray and talk to him. Father, I, I don't recognize your voice. How, you know, tell me how I can hear from you. And uh, 
trust me, eventually you'll, you'll hear them. You'll hear them clearly have positive people around you. Can't have that negative. Like you said, that snake in the garden. Mm -hmm. We can't do that because eventually you will hear his voice. Because I, I was at a, probably like in my 20s, I didn't know what God sounded like. Mm. I'm in my 20s. You know what we doing. <laughs> <laughs> but I, had to st- I also had to stop those things. Mm. Connect myself with people of God, positive people, believers. And just talk to him. God, you know, I don't recognize your voice. Can, can you help me? Or whatever it sounds like to you for your personal conversation. And you will hear him. And like you said, when you hear him, boy, ain't nothing gonna stop you. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing stop you. I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody, can nobody come in my house and tell me I'm not gonna walk again. Who is you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to go because you ain't of God. Mm-hmm. Oh, ouch. Because when I get out here, I'm. I'm I'm be stepping. Y'all ain't gonna, y'all can't tell me nothing. I can't wait mm-hmm. to walk without a walker. Cause mm-hmm. I know that's what my life looked like. He, he said I'm gonna be stronger. Mm-hmm. And whatever he told you, can't nobody stop you. Mm-hmm. Sit back and watch him work. Hello. <laughs> watch God do. <laughs> I'm getting I'm trying to compose myself. I'm getting excited. <laughs> And excited for whoever's watching because I know God told you to do something mm-hmm. or he said you were going to have something. Hey, keep keep believing. Like, keep the faith. Whatever you would hold on to it. Because what God said is for you is for you. Mm-hmm. And can't nobody stop it. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, Monique, I wanted you to mention this because as you were talking... <laughs> Um, I remember you even saying that after you heard that God said that he, that you were going to walk again, that things didn't get better. They actually got worse. Oh, oh, it was terrible. It, yes, it got worse. It got, it got, that was that level of pain. That was before I even got, got admitted to the hospital. You know, I heard it and my legs were still moving. Um, you know, a little bit, it was just, it was like difficult to walk. Mm-hmm. So it was like before I got completely paralyzed, mm-hmm. I heard that. And then, then I couldn't move nothing. Mm-hmm. I was in so much pain where, you know, I would get um, nice sweats, heat, uh, hot flashes, but it wasn't hot flashes. It, it, I mean, it was, my body was on fire. Wow. You know, throwing up, um, mm-hmm. It, it it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. Doctor wasn't calling me back. Wow. Yes, it, it definitely got worse. Mm-hmm. But I knew what he said, mm-hmm. yeah. and that was just that was that was it. Like I, I prayed, and that and that was the point where I didn't hear anything else either. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I I can't say it enough. I, I know what he said. Mm-hmm. I held on to that. I still prayed. And, you know, I, I did pray for the pain to go away because it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. I did pray that, you know, I could have a good night's sleep. I did pray, Lord, you sure I'm going to wake up in the morning? <laughs> like, you got to the, like, and then I was like, oh, nope, take that back. He said he's going to walk. Mm-hmm. 
So you know you're going to wake up in the morning. You know the pain has got to go away or, or subside so that you can walk again. It's like we said before, those thoughts, those positive thoughts, those positive people around you. If you don't hear from him now, you know what he said the day before, whenever he said it. Mm-hmm. And you have to hold, you got to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. And just don't let go. Amazing. And then eventually, you know, I heard from him again. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to hold on to God. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. This has been phenomenal, fam. I'm just saying I'm still in awe about this. I am still in awe about this. Thank you so much, sweetheart, for just allowing us, you know, to hear your story. You know, I wanted to actually just open it up. I don't maybe we can take take a couple of questions. I don't know if anybody have any questions, but I'll tell you what, let me put let me check in Zoom right quick. And then maybe we could take a few questions. If you want, you can, if you have any questions, you can actually raise your hand and then um, we'll go from there. All right, so let's stop sharing so I could see you guys. All right, do we have any questions? I don't see any hand raising. Yeah, all right. Oh my goodness, I guess everybody is pretty much in awe. <laughs> uh oh, I do have. Okay. All right, sweetie. Hi, Brandy. How are you, sweetheart? Hi. I, I don't have a question, oh. but I do want to say. Can you um, hear Monique? I can't, but if um, if she just asks and you just want to repeat it to me, that's fine. Okay. Or it might be a question that you can answer okay. better than I can. Uh, All right. Hold on. Okay. All right, Brandy. I'm sorry, sweetie. Go ahead. Repeat that. I don't have a question, but I do, first of all, just want to uh, thank God for his glory. And also, hats off, goes off to Monique. Me and Monique has been friends ever since we were in middle school. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say that I am so proud of her. She always kept the faith, always trusting and believed in God since I've known her, where he always made ways out of nowhere for her. And I just want to tell Monique that I love her and keep pushing as she always have doing, as she always have been doing since I've known her. But just to see her in the state that she's in, she's her normal self. She's still cracking the jokes and her spirit has been always been lifted since I've known um, that she was diagnosed with what she has now. So I know there is a God, you know, I am a woman of, of, of Christ. And when I found out Monique was diagnosed with what she was diagnosed with and to see her months later to be able to move her fingers, I knew even more that brought me even more closer to Christ. And all I can tell people, if they don't know him, they better get to know him because he's an awesome God. He's an awesome God. So I just wanted to, you know, throw that out there. Monique, I love you and keep doing what you're doing, honey, and trusting and believing in God.
I believe you're on mute. Thank you so much, Randy. This is like new to me. You could tell, right? <laughs> Your girl needs to practice more. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. So did we have anyone else that wanted to say anything or raise raise your hand, a comment, anything? Okay. All right. Listen, I don't know about you guys, but this have been like really good. I'm so grateful and thankful to God. Oh, Monique, you are just amazing. You are amazing, you know, and I thank you for allowing God to use you. I thank you so much. Not everybody can say that, you know, they went through what you went through and still able to say, God, I'm going to continue to trust you no matter what. Wow. Isn't that what that's about? Because I, you, your girl always think about scripture. I thought about like, even though Jesus said that in this world, you will have trouble, right? But be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. You are definitely an overcomer, sweetie. So, so, so proud of you. All right, fam. I really hope that you really enjoyed this tonight. Um, if you want to repay play, you can even go on the website because we're doing this live or the recording. You can just ask me for it, you know, send me an um, email or whatever, and I will go, I will send it out to you. Maybe you want to watch it again. You know, I would suggest to do that. I think some of the very things that helped me um, to get out of some situations, I, when I re-listened to it, that it's not just a bunch of words, but I have a heart knowledge of the word of God, and I let it be in my heart. So when, when I'm waiting, like Monique was saying, God gave me, he told me that it was going to happen. It didn't happen right then and there, but I just trust that it was going to happen. So there's some things that we all can take from that, right? As we're waiting on God, you know, for whatever that might be. All right. So I'm going to pray us out. Thank you guys again for joining us. And um, like I said, just continue. We're going to continue to keep Monique in prayer because we know that God has some major things for her to do. Come on now. So she's going to need prayers to come her way to continue to upgird her to do the things that God has called her to do for the kingdom. So, Father, we glorify you. Oh, did you? Oh, go ahead, sweetie. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be obedient with God and, <laughs> and share my journey like how I'm doing tonight, you know, because I don't really, I'm not a speaker, but he's getting me there. So with that, if you want to follow my story on Instagram, it's mo, M-O underscore faith 1720. And a good way to remember that my favorite scripture, Matthew 1720. Um again dealing with faith but um i'm gonna share my journey more on there and um that will direct you like if you want to learn more about this disorder um then i'll put some information on there too absolutely absolutely i heard her say that she's not really a speaker that did not come across tonight right i don't know what she's talking about hmm God has already equipped you and prepared you. Just, just step out. Just jump, the, jump out the boat. Just jump on out there. You might as well. This was nothing but the beginning of it. Okay. 
So yes, so continue to share your story, sweetie. Continue and give us that one more time. Give us the Instagram um, handle one more time. So it's mo m o underscore faith seventeen twenty. Okay, awesome, awesome. All right, all right, fam. Again, this has been phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal and i'm so grateful and thankful that you guys were able to join us tonight hey stay in touch because again this is just the beginning of it we're gonna have more stories to come you know more testimonies because i do believe that when we see that others in the kingdom have are going through some of the similar things that we might be going through and they were able to overcome it will help us to continue to run the race of faith and not get get your eyes off of your situation i believe that that's for somebody tonight get your eyes off your situation and put your eyes on god and watch him work watch him work i know that it's hard you know we we sometimes god will deal with our heart like you you might been you went through something that 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 is so heartening that you can't believe that you're going through or you went through but can i tell you when you're able to forgive and release that very thing then you will be able to hear what god is saying so that you can move into your next that you're not stuck in your past you know unforgiveness will keep you stuck fam somebody needs to forgive somebody that hurt them tonight somebody needs to extend some grace tonight Somebody needs to, because guess what? Those who forgive much have been forgiven much. I, I, I have to say that. Those who forgive much have been forgiven much. Sometimes we're just so stuck on that one thing. I'm not diminishing what, what you've been through or what you experienced. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying that you have some work to do, but you gotta forgive those that hurt you, those that abuse you, those that persecute you, those that called you names, those people, you know, they're actually, you know, they they're children of God too. God didn't jesus didn't die just for you and me he died for the world family so know that we live in a fallen world but we serve a faithful god all right so just know that so tonight i want you guys to take something from this story all i heard in in her story was obedience i heard faith i heard trust you know i heard that even when she didn't have understand what was her next she still continued to trust god i heard that she had a community i heard that she didn't go off and say woe is me but i'm gonna walk because god said so i heard some confidence in her voice and then i heard a servant's heart that now I need to get out there and tell my story because there's more people out there that I can reach and tell them about my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what I heard. I don't know what you heard, but that's what I heard. All right. So God is so faithful and he's doing some phenomenal things and cannot just say he's not a respectful person. Come on now. Yes, this is Monique's story, but some of you on this line got a story to tell. Some of you have a testimony. Some of you are being silent because of fear and shame, but cannot tell you God want to use you in a mighty way. So tonight I need you to rise up. I need you to take your position in Christ Jesus, walk it out and allow God to know that you are for you're with him and you're going to be a servant you're going to have a servant heart that you're not going to allow your circumstances to overtake you but you're going to walk this thing out with confidence and boldness and faith because you know who your God is come on you have stories I need you to get with it 
I need you to get going, write them stories. There's somebody that's assigned to your voice. And because you have not spoken up, there's somebody that's still in their rut and God have assigned you to bring them out. He's assigned you to rise in this season. He's assigned it to you. So tonight, I need you to understand that God is calling you higher. He's calling you higher. No more playing church. Come on, we are the church. Be the church and stop playing church because it's not about that. Come on, we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm just saying, can we just be the church and stop playing church? Because there's people out there that's dying every day that need to know our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. They need to know him. Come on, I'm not upset. I'm just saying I got this passion for some reason that God has placed in my belly. Because I know that the devil got two black eyes because I came on the team Jesus. Okay? And you too. You too. You too. So you're not here to exist. There's stuff for you to do on this earth. Even if it might just be encourage somebody. Whatever that is that God have for you, walk in what God have for you. Stop allowing the enemy to lie to you. You got what it takes, period. You got it, baby. So rise up and shine and take your position in Christ Jesus because he died. His blood was shed for each and every one. Monique, your healing is covered under the blood, baby. Come on. You're covered. Can I just say, you're covered. Come on now. I'll get a little silly. Come on. I'll just say ah, it. <laughs> I'll get a little silly. But this has been phenomenal. And I just can't wait. God is going to do some major things. And like I said, some of you got stories. So reach out to me because I want to hear your story. I said, there's people that needs to hear your story. Okay. So just do that. No hesitation. Just do it. Be obedient to what God is telling you to do. All right. And it's no testimony too small. Ooh. So don't ever think that. That yes. just I had to share that. No. So no. like if they're reaching out to you, don't they all oh, that's a little thing? No. No, there's no testimony too small. Mm -hmm. God don't do it small, baby. He do <laughs> big thing. Amen. You don't like small, but it ain't. Yep. It's not. It's not. Let's give it up for a big, big God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Oh, this is phenomenal. <sighs> Monique, would you like to pray us out? <laughs> I just told you I wanted to speak here. Here you go. <laughs> All right. I see you. All right, Jesus. Okay, yes. All right. Yes, I will. Amen. All right, we're ready. ready. Heavenly Father, we just we want to thank you for um, an awesome night. Um, and thank you for being you, God, because woo, there is no God like the God I serve. You are wonderful. Thank you, God, for everything you do, for these testimonies that are coming. And, and we just can't thank you enough for that, for the healings, for the blessings of mm -hmm. any kind. And we want to pray for those that are sick, those who need a healing mentally, physically, financially, whatever they need, God, we, we want to thank you in advance for that blessing.
Yes, Lord. I want to thank you for Tawanda mm-hmm. offering this platform. It's awesome. Building mm-hmm. the kingdom, building us, the building you. Um, programs are they're coming. And we just want to thank you, God. Yes. I can't thank I really like, you know, God, I just I always thank you. Yes. And that's why I keep repeating it, people, because ooh, we just gotta thank them. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I had to pause right there. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. And we want to pray for those who don't know you, Lord, that they'll come to know you, that you'll you'll bless them with somebody's hand that can teach them who you are. Mm, Yes, God. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I know that you had to be blessed. God is so good. All the time, all the time. God is good. See you next time. Bye-bye for now.